The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. means another edition of The Hoot. There you go. Uh, This week with uh, senior economist from ATB Financial, Todd Hirsch. Hi, Todd. Hello, guys. Man, I have to start off by asking you about Dave Mowat. We had him off off the top of the show, the announcement today (laughs) that he's retiring effective the end of June. Your thoughts? Well, you know, he is just such a, a great guy. It's just, it's a tough day, really, for ATB. We wish him, of course, the best. I can't say I'm all that surprised. I mean, for a bank president, 11 years is actually a really good run. But we are heartbroken to be losing him. But I'm absolutely thrilled for Dave and what comes next. Awesome, awesome. Well, let's talk mm-hmm. inflation. Yeah, it's funny yeah. because you, you wanted to talk inflation today. And then I saw a tweet you sent out um, I think it was a tweet uh, talking about uh, you know buying the right kind of computer, and that really actually got my interest. But basically, it's been a mixed bag when it comes to inflation in 2017. That's right. And inflation, of all the economic indicators I would track, inflation is one of those ones that probably, other than maybe labor market stuff, but inflation for households means a lot because that's what their budget is based on. Mm-hmm. And most of us feel like, Prices are always rising, and oftentimes we feel like our wages aren't keeping pace. So I I wanted to break it down. When we got December numbers last week, I wanted to break it down and look at all of 2017 and all of the items within the Consumer Price Index. Because, of course, some are rising, uh, but some are actually falling in price. We tend to naturally focus on the ones that are rising, but we Mm -hmm. do see deflation still in certain other ones. So what was the inflation rate overall in Alberta last year? Well, the average inflation rate overall for 2017 was 1.6%. In December, it was 2% Mm -hmm. year over year. But for all of 2017, it clocked in at 1.6% pretty close to the the 10-year averages, I think about 2.2%. So we're still in an era where inflation, overall inflation, is very contained and very low. A lot of listeners, of course, will remember the 70s and 80s, where we would regularly see 10 or 12% inflation. Mm. But for many, many years now in Canada and in Alberta, inflation has been hovering uh, actually below 2%. But when you talk about uh, a rate uh, of inflation of 1.6, you're talking about an average. So, That's right. And as I always joke, I've told this joke before, <laughs> I'm sure, on the hoot. But, you know, when you look at the average for an economist, it's like you come across a guy and his feet is, his head is in a furnace and his feet are in blocks of ice. <laughs> and you say, on average, he's comfortable. <laughs> but, you know, he's, not, he's, he's in bad shape. But this is the problem that we can get into sometimes when we look at just the average. And it is true, even though people will challenge me on it, people will probably text me tomorrow and say, you're making up these numbers. Well, Stats Canada's numbers, I think, are accurate. But it's one of those things when you look at average inflation, 1.6%, I think that probably is accurate. 
The problem is, naturally, we focus on the ones where prices are rising much more. Well, let's focus on that right now. What are the items where prices rose the most? So we'll do the bad news first and talk about those items that are rising. And this won't come as a surprise to almost anyone. In 2017, the number one category for price increase, gasoline, up 13.2%. Yeah. Now, in Alberta, we have a bit of a love-hate relationship with petroleum prices because part of this is a reflection that crude oil is at $60, $65 a barrel, and it's no longer at 30 The bad news is we are paying more on average for gasoline than we were in 2016. So, I mean, it's good for our economy that oil prices are stronger, but motorists are going to uh, have been paying more. So that was the number one category, 13.2% increase. Number two, related to energy and hydrocarbons, I guess, uh, natural gas for home heating up 13.1%. And that's frustrating because we don't have a choice on that one. Well, you hit the nail on the head, Jalen, because those two things, gasoline for your car and home heating, most people would consider those things, at least in the short term, those are Mm non-discretionary. You got to fill the car up with gas. You got to keep the heat on. Now, over time, you can maybe make some changes. You can maybe buy a more fuel efficient vehicle or carpool. There are things you can do in the long run, but sort of on a day-to-day basis, uh, you got to fill the car up with gas. So non-discretionary items like that. Gas, natural gas. Do you have number three? Uh, Number three, intercity transportation. Uh, So these would be things like uh, flights between cities in in Canada Mm. or wherever. Uh, Mostly flights. I guess it would maybe include um, bus or rail transportation too. But intercity transportation up 6.4%. And that, of course, is a spillover from higher fuel prices. So the airline's probably Mm. charging a little bit more. Um, number four, personal care services up at, up 6.3%. So those would be, maybe some of those things would be discretionary, like a spa treatment or, you know, going to get your nails did or whatever. Um, but there are other things in there, like just haircuts for people, which are probably non-discretionary. You have to get your haircut at some point, uh, we'd hope. Uh, but those things up 3.6%. And then number five, public transportation. Okay. City buses, but you know, one of these things is not like the other Uh, gas, natural gas, inner city transportation, and public transportation all tie in probably to the costs associated with those, yeah, those items. Haircuts, how did that one get in there? I don't know. It's it's just kind of one of those quirky things. And it says personal care services. So I'm assuming haircuts, you know, you go to the barber or the salon or the hairdresser, it would be in there. But it would also be other things like the spa treatments, hmm. the hot rock treatments, the things that you can probably do without. Yeah, but they're really someone, nice. Someone <laughs> <might> tell, <laughs> they are really nice. They are nice. All right. So that's the bad news. What so was that's the good the bad news? news. Well, the good news is we are seeing price decreases on certain categories. The number one category with the biggest drop in price, home entertainment equipment. Mm. And this probably isn't surprising either. The things like the flat screen TVs and the surround sound stereo systems and all of the things around home entertainment are down 5.7% in 2017. So prices there are actually falling. And on top of it, you're getting a quality improvement. I think Mm -hmm. anybody who's gone to shop for a flat screen TV, these things get better almost by the month. Like you go back Mm -hmm. and and you look the next month after buying one and find out you could have got an even better one and now they're cheaper. So we're still seeing deflation in things like flat screen TVs and home entertainment equipment. 
Uh, the second category is a bit of a quirky one, down 5.5%. <laughs> preserved fruit and fruit preparation. Do you know, I so thought that I, was going down in price. Like I, <laughs> I guess applesauce and raspberry jam. I don't know what that category Pork is really about. And apple sauce, this eh? is actually a, yeah. a, a, an odd category. It's a bit of an odd category, and I'm not sure what's driving the price decrease in that at all. Um, and I don't know, I mean, how much... Uh, prepared fruit or preserved fruit is uh, taking in, in average household budgets every month. I don't know. Um, after that, you get into, again, some more consumer-oriented things. Paper, plastic, and aluminum foil supplies down 4.6%. <laughs> so plastic cutlery, I guess. I don't know. Okay. But the fourth category is an interesting one. Kitchen utensils, tableware, and cookware. Hmm. So those would be the things, I guess, like dishes, flatware, uh, mm-hmm. glasses, um, crock pots, frying pans, all of those things that probably for most households is discretionary. We would probably, not everyone, but most households, they would tend to buy kind of more kitchen utensils and kitchen equipment as kind of a little luxury or a little bit of a treat. Hmm. Um, probably a lot of those, what are those, instant pots? They mm-hmm. were the big Christmas gifts. They're yeah. still expensive. Everyone's going on and on about them. I'm going to have to get one now. So, uh, but they fell in price 4.2%. And, and what did food do? Well, food is a bunch of different categories. And I was actually, after the, the kitchenware stuff, uh, you do get into some things, food items that are falling. Cereal products, down 3.5%. Cheese, believe it or not, down 3.3%. Uh, fresh or frozen pork, fresh or frozen beef, uh, down 3%. And fresh... Uh, and then there's another category, furniture, down 2.6%. <laughs> and what if, so those, uh, what if the food I'm consuming wasn't at home, though? What about restaurants? Oh, <clears throat> I'm glad you asked that one because uh, in my Friday edition of The Owl, when I looked at Consumer Price Index, so if you bought groceries in 2017, believe it or not, food purchased in stores is down 1%. Food purchased in restaurants is up 2.5%. Mm. Hmm. So 2017 might have been, and now all my restaurant friends are going to go crazy on me, but 2017 <laughs> might have been the year to uh, rediscover the Instant Pot and do more of your cooking at home. <laughs> Get some more of those that preserved fruit. Yeah. Learn how to cook with that. I just go installed crazy with strawberry jam. It's all on sale. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, great to talk to you. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. This is the Monday edition of the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Jalen and Andrew back on the airwaves. Can you believe it? They held our chairs for us. (laughs) Saw this story today and thought, uh, man, really? Uh, Do you know uh, Blockbuster, of course, going out of business many years ago. Do you remember all that? Most Blockbuster stores across uh, North America uh, were in bankruptcy when the the mother company went under in what 2010 and this was of course caused by like netflix and these kind of subscription uh, companies putting them out of business like who's still renting videos but it turns out some people were a store in um texas is closing <laughs> but just right just, now just now just now in the last uh, few days they're having a going out of business sale and it turns out of all the hundreds perhaps thousands of blockbusters 
Some still exist. As of January 2018, there are eight of them, two in Oregon, uh, Oregon, uh, six in Alaska, really, um, but some of the Alaskan ones, at least one of the Alaskan uh, blockbusters has announced it's going out of business as well. So it's just one of those things. I, I miss going to the movie store to pick movies out. Do you know I don't? Yeah, well, I, because I always found I, there seemed to be more option it, than what I'm finding on my it Netflix. It felt like right there now. was, but here's the thing. Do you remember this? Because we oftentimes fondly remember days gone by and we forget the frustration associated with it. So there was the please oh. rewind part of it. Yeah, there oh, was so the, you had to rewind. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Come on. Now, I'm, there, no, 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 shut up. I'm not <laughs> saying I'm not saying that's the only problem. But there was the fact that you would go and you would, you know, you'd go through all of them. You'd see the movie that you wanted to see and then every time you went to pick it up it was like, no, it's they, we don't have that in stock. Like the new releases were always gone, right? And and then there was the, you know, the please rewind. There was the remember to drop them off thing. There was the late charge for them. There was the fact that if you really wanted to not roll the dice too much, you brought six of them home thinking, well, one of these has got to be good. Um, and then you kind of get into it and you think, well, now I feel like i got to watch it because I rented it, right? Whereas now you can get two minutes in and go, I'm not doing this. And, which includes, by the way, a movie I rented on the plane home, The House. Come I was, on. I was going to ask you something because I was sitting behind you on the plane yes. yesterday and uh, over your shoulder, and I was, I'm playing solitaire or something. Mm-hmm. And I looked up and I said, well, I wonder what Andrew's watching. Mm-hmm. It's, it looked like some Elizabethan set back. My cousin Rachel. Oh, that's what that one was. I watched three movies and I got to tell you, I'm a little surprised. You know how they edit the movies a little bit for, uh, for you okay. know. Travel. So my cousin Rachel. My cousin Rachel. So that, then I watched the house. Okay, but yeah, my cousin Rachel. That was the the, the, set the, the period day. piece. That one. is not something that I would have ever picked for you. I thought there might be nudity. Andrew. Okay. No, I just I read the description. I thought I would reach outside of my okay realm of comfort. Did you watch it all? Yeah. Oh yeah. So okay. I watched three movies on the way back because that's a long flight. So I watched that. And it was interesting. I guess. If I'm going to put two hours into a movie like that, I probably should have waited until Carol mm. was watching to score some kind of points for watching a movie like that. But once committed, I feel like you got to stay with it. Uh, then I watched The House, which just got sillier and sillier as mm. it went along and unbelievable. And Which one's that? Who has that? In? What's uh, that? You know, I should know. Who's Will Ferrell in that one? Yeah, oh, okay. Will Ferrell and a bunch of other sort okay. of Saturday. There's some walk-on roles from Saturday Night Live people. And, and then did I see you watch Atomic Blonde? I did because Hunter and I had planned to go to that. We were at a James Bond movie, and this is quite a while ago, and they advertised this. Mm. And uh, I was like, well, I'll go to that with you. And in some ways, I'm glad I didn't, even though Hunter and I are close and we're buds and everything else. There's some amount of... Um, there's uh, well, there's some scenes in there. There's some scenes in there that you know, a guy might find uncomfortable when watching with his father. So, and they weren't. I mean, they were blurred out. Like there was, there was blurry moments. They were blurred out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was blurred out. They were blurred out. Uh, but yeah, it's um, that and that was that one was okay too. Yeah. you know, she's gorgeous. I don't even know who that is. It was Charlie Theron, isn't it? Yeah, let's say that's true. I mean, you know, at that point, I couldn't get to sleep, and I just wanted to get the last two hours of the trip over with, so I watched that. So it was good. Because uh, Hunter went with his buddies, which is probably uh, that's more appropriate. Him, yeah. yeah. Never. I asked him afterwards, how was it? He was like, eh, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Which is my take on it, too. It was all right. 
It's all right for free on a transat flight. Oh, for free. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was picking up my That's pen. That's okay. That's all right. I don't watch movies on a plane. What do you do? Well, I tried to sleep, which was um, highly unsuccessful. Mm. So I uh, play the games. Yeah. See, or I'm, I watch the map. I'm just. I gonna, love watching yeah, the map to see the map. Where we are. I find enjoyable. I like how the front of the plane is in Canada and the back is in the states. It's quite a big plane icon. And sometimes I look over someone's shoulder to see what they're watching. It always seems more interesting, doesn't it? Yeah. I was looking down the whole row. I was on the aisle. I was looking down everyone's screen down the whole row. And that's a big plane, that thing. And we were in steerage right at the back. And I kept thinking, oh, I should have watched that. I, oh, well, I should have watched that. I know Coach had told me about Atomic Blonde, so I knew about com- some of the scenes that you were talking about. I did about. not. <laughs> okay. I thought it was... Uh, I, was gonna, I was hoping to look up and catch your... <laughs> well, I actually felt a little bit uncomfortable. It was almost like... It felt yeah, like, it's it, like no, don't look. Yeah, at yeah. Like I, you know, my wife's sound asleep beside me, which is fine. She wouldn't have cared. She'd have watched the movie with me. But you know, I've got a, a mother and her child across the aisle from me, and I know you're behind me, right? Oh, and then you know, this one scene was, and I was just like, oh my goodness, that this yeah. is excruciatingly long. This scene, like if we could get, well, you know, that you can fast forward today. Eh? Yeah, but then <laughs> I don't want to be tapping on the screen and bringing more attention to what's going on, and it's edited for transat, so. Uh, but yeah, I sort of, I sort of, you know, pretended to be half asleep during that. <laughs> Atomic Blonde sucked. Yeah, a Will Ferrell, yeah, a Will Ferrell movie got silly. Say it ain't so. I know, exactly. but there's a certain amount of silliness that goes with Will Ferrell, and you know that going into it. But it just became so stupidly unbelievable, yeah. and it looked as though, honestly, like they'd written them. It looked as though they wrote the script as they filmed it. <laughs> That's what it looked like. A uh, barhead still has a movie movie rental purchase place, says Graham. Oh, nice. I mean, if that's your thing, or if you have the equipment, like obviously, yeah. if you if that's the way you enjoy watching movies, it'd be nice if you can continue to get them that way. Or if you're just not into Netflix and Lisa, you know, whatever else. Lisa in Pinocchio says, uh, "Welcome back. If you want movies, go to your local library. They that's have a new true. system that, uh, yeah, if if the movie that you want isn't there, they'll order it from another library." Mm. And uh, this one says, I used to drop 40 to $50 every week at Blockbuster for movies and snacks, and now Fred over giving Telus $6 for a rental, thinking it's too much. Isn't that the it's truth? true. That's no, I'll just true. wait till it comes out on Netflix. I mean, do you remember that? <laughs> that whole walking around the store and I trying do. to, you know, and then you'd meet up with your spouse and your children or whatever, and everybody had the one movie that we were going to watch or whatever. And Oh, I loved it. It was, it was a social activity, I guess. It was something to do. Now that I think about it, it was... You didn't sit in front of the TV going, do you want to watch this? Do you want to watch that? Like, you would just flip the box over and read it and go, yeah, add that to the pile. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever. Four four o'clock news with Eileen Bell coming up. On the other side, um, well, I know we have a sports guy. Not sure who it is, Hmm. but someone will be in with sports. We'll have the market numbers as well. Stick around. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.